Good morning, friends, and welcome to Hamburglore, the show where we explore the weird characters and history that's used to sell you food and other garbage. I'm your host, Cam Koenig. And I'm your host, Nathan Brandt. And today we're joined by our guest, Jess Cogswell from Uppercut. Jess, how are you doing today? I'm good. I, I'm i a little sleepy. I just woke up, but I'm good. This is like the perfect way to start your morning, though. Yeah. <laughs> just, I have my coffee. I have my NES pod boys. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> so uh, something that I like to do for every guest on this show is I need to ask you a very important question to kick things off here. Mm. What is your favorite fast food item? Oh, it's item too. It's not even just fast yeah. food. That's that makes it harder. Yeah, yeah no, I'm, I'm thinking like single thing on a menu. It's got to be one thing here. Okay, I think I actually know. And the fact that it just came to me means it must be the one, right? Like, cause yeah. that's yeah. Th- whenever there's an a, there's a crisis, you always think of the one the one thing that's most mm-hmm. important. Um, that explains why when there was a tornado around here, I was like Big Mac, Big Mac, Big Mac. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, I have to go with it's actually from McDonald's. Their breakfast burritos. Oh, they're really okay. good. They're so good. They're like they're kind of like they're shitty. They're not great breakfast burritos, mm-hmm. but for some reason. I adore them. They're good. And they make me think of like going on road trips and stuff like that, too, because it's mm, always like, oh, yeah. we'll stop for breakfast on the way. And it's always like fucking McDonald's or something. Right. And then it's like, oh, oh yeah. I'll do the two burrito breakfast meal. And it's great. Slaps. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. McDonald's breakfast was rarely like a destination, like the lunch and dinner options are. Mm-hmm. Right. It's it's always like I'm on the way to drop my sister off at soccer practice or whatever the hell. Yeah. And like, I'm going to just get a McGriddle just because I need a, a thing in me right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> McDonald's is about the journey and not the destination. <laughs> it's the hamburgers we made along the way. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of all day breakfast, I have the first topic of our show today that I would like to discuss with you. That is the uh, quote businessman that is uh, Jack I. Box, uh, the CEO and founder and ad spokesman for Jack in the Box, according to his driver's license, which is a real fucking <laughs> thing, apparently. Uh, his full name is Jack I. Box. What is do? Do we know what the I stands for? No. His middle name is in the probably. He's uh, six uh, six foot eight Ooh. and weighs one hundred and ninety five pounds. Damn. So he's a tall fucker. He's tall and like disproportionately thin. That is, I feel like six. Eight. His head is dense. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I did a lot of, I did a little bit of research into Jackbox. I kind of always got like a weird, <laughs> uncomfortable, like skeezy businessman feeling about him, and it turns out I was completely right to have that. <laughs> Back in like the '60s and '70s, uh, Jack in the Box, they were just like their mascot was like a bunch of fucking clowns. Like you would expect like an actual Jack in the box. They decided in like the 1980s, they wanted to shift away from that kind of like childhood look and wanted to be like, you know, a more mature, like respectable fast food enterprise. (laughs) So they put out these commercials of fucking blowing up Jack in the boxes, like just fucking exploding, which is wild shit. And then like, as they keep going like 1993 there was this huge e coli outbreak their like public image was just fucking destroyed because they were you know poisoning people <laughs> they basically tried to revive their public image with the new ceo of jackbox jack in the box jack i box 
He's like this no-nonsense businessman, and his first fucking appearance, I shit you not, he basically appeared in this commercial saying, like, hey, I'm Jack, what's up? And he's, like, walking to a meeting in his, like, suit and everything. He walks up to the fucking room where the Jack in the Box board of directors is, pulls out a fucking remote, lips out an antenna, presses a button, the boardroom fucking explodes. (laughs) (laughs) Jack Box, his first act as CEO fucking was to kill the previous board of directors out of retribution for what they did to his people by blowing up all the clowns. This man is a terrorist. (laughs) His name is Jack. I maybe in the box. He is Mm -hmm. not the original CEO of Jack in the box. (laughs) Who it says founder and CEO. So what apparently happened was I think in the lore, they like set it up as he was one of the clowns that survived the explosion. Are you fucking kidding me? And through the magic of plastic surgery, he was put back together and became the current spokesperson for Jack in the Box. Okay. Okay. So I'm I'm from Michigan. I live in Nebraska right now. I don't think I've ever been to Jack in the Box. Jess, you're in California, right? Like, what is what is Jack in the Box? Even? Jack in the Box, like, I, I don't think that it's out. I mean, I, it is in California, but I don't think it's very mm. popular. I remember in Missouri, and maybe Cam yeah. can back me up on this, mm-hmm. Jack in the Box is super popular in Missouri. We've got, like, only, I think, one or two in the Kansas City area where I'm at, but... I know a lot of people who just fucking love Jack in the Box. Mm. Uh, a few friends of mine in like the Pacific Northwest talk about it a whole lot. It, it's always the like fast food place I forget exists, okay. but it's just like super greasy, just like feel good garbage food. If you want to know how like who the demographic is for Jack in the Box, they're a hamburger place. Yeah. But they sell tacos mm-hmm. and they're like not really tacos. And the whole thing is people are like, oh, just don't open them up. Don't look inside. They're great. And like, yeah. that's what their famous thing is, is people really they like. Know, <laughs> they know that they're not good. They aren't hiding shit. They recognize the fact that they are popular because <laughs> they are trash. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So you, you you clarified that he does have a, a real son. <laughs> yes. So another a couple of other things that I have found, and I kind of went down a little bit of a rabbit hole that I did not. It raises more questions and answers here. Welcome to so this he, show. <laughs> he does have a family. He's, he's like kind of a family man. So um, he's got uh, his wife, Cricket Box, who is a just regular person. <laughs> like she's just a human with a regular head. Well, Jack is like a six eight fucking. He's he's amazing. Yeah. Why? How wouldn't you? <laughs> Clown homunculus thing. <laughs> uh, Some people are into that. So whatever. A son, Jack Box Junior. A daughter, Jane Box, and then the other son, Jake Box, and then a whole bunch of like cousins that they have definitely had in like commercials but i didn't look too much into those because uh i was more interested in the fact that so i i tried to kind of figure out the size of the head uh (laughs) of the family what i could kind of put together and it's obviously like your mileage may vary on here but i feel like his head roughly is the size of like a yoga ball so it's like 26 inches in diameter or two-fifths of one danny devito um (laughs) if you kind of go with that i went by like the most easily accessible, smallest yoga ball you could find, which uh, is about like 17.7 inches, which is about three tenths of a Danny DeVito. Um, giving birth to that seems awful. Oh, my God. I'm just throwing that out there. Wait, so are the chi- do the children have like the same size head as him? Yes. Oh, no. Poor Cricket, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. 
Hopefully she got a C-section with those kids. Holy yeah, crap. absolutely. I think the the thing that I read that I thought was absolutely incredible is apparently it only the head thing only affects the men in the family. Yeah. It's a male uh, birth condition. Uh-huh. Like it's, <laughs> it's amazing. Oh, yeah. That's 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 it's fucking weird. If you can choose any name for like the mm-hmm. CEO's wife who threw out cricket and why yeah. did they go with it? <laughs> I did. I, I looked up like Jack in the Box wife uh, just on YouTube and found a commercial that is uncomfortably sexual. That's kind of the thing with Jack in the Box is like all their commercials are all just fucking weird. And they're constantly yeah. kind of tone deaf because even when they brought him back in like 1994 or whatever, like there were a lot of bombings happening. Yeah, uh, there was their like 2009 ad campaign that <laughs> launched in the Super Bowl. They're just like Jack and his assistant Phil are just like walking in the street. Jack fucking gets bodied by a bus <laughs> and they kind of do like a weird like Mr. Peanut thing where you don't know if Jack and the if Jack Box is dead. And then like the next commercial, they rush him into the emergency room and he fucking flatlines. And then he's in a coma after that. And he only wakes up like he breaks out of the coma immediately to like fucking choke his assistant to probably death because you never see him again (laughs) uh, because his assistant wanted to rename the company Phil in the box instead of Jack in the box. Jack Box is a fucking like American psycho level terrorist, yeah. I feel like. <laughs> Honestly, that should be the name of the episode is Jack Box American Psycho. <laughs> that's probably that's pretty good. That's, that's pretty really good. good. Like he's got that kind of vibe though. Like he's very like no nonsense professionalism. He wears a suit fucking constantly. And he's just like always talking about his company and he's always just like being no nonsense, just like making deals with people constantly. It's fucked up. He bombed people. That's wild. Because they wronged him. (laughs) Well, and apparently there's, okay, like I looked into this a little bit online, but there's Mm -hmm. a Mm -hmm. commercial called The Visit, and it only aired after 10 p.m. because it was violent, (laughs) in which he beats the shit out of a food critic and says that he could Mm -hmm. snap his arms like a twig. Mm -hmm. And it, it won an award. But this is a commercial award. (laughs) Here's a wild thing. Uh, Just like there's a there's a section on the Wikipedia that I kind of use as like a jumping off point for figuring out what to look into. And there's an entire section just on uh, other facts and family members. And one of the ones that I just hate is in 2010, a commercial aired where Jack visits his mother, Patty, a blonde haired human talking about her clipping coupons at the end of the ad jack's father who has a normal body and a white head which resembles an egg with wispy gray hair on his temples uh comes in saying patty call the doctor it's been more than four hours oh implying that he suffers from erectile dysfunction and then jack says he needs to leave (laughs) that's how he needs to leave uh, I love the the tale of this this uh, strong, very tall, and virile uh, entrepreneur that you're that you're yeah. painting a picture of. He's a lot. Do they still use him in in ads and stuff? Still do. Yeah, he's like still running. And uh, from 1996 to 2010, Cricket was played by a person, and Cricket is now played by a completely different person. And I don't <laughs> think they've addressed that. <laughs> Maybe she wasn't recast. Maybe it's just like. Another, it's the next regeneration of cricket. God, um, I am like, look, I didn't even look at the Wikipedia. This is fucked up. 
It's fucked up. <laughs> oh, he met his wife Cricket at a 1989 Meat Riot concert in Oakland, California, yeah. and they renewed their vows. So he's into punk music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jack's heavy metal band Hot Mess was the opening act. Oh, of course. Uh, he apparently owns nine homes, too. So Jack <laughs> is the 1%. <laughs> I mean, he's a he's a fucking plant that was put there to, like, fix the fact that they didn't have their E. coli shit under control. Like, he is literally the perfect example of what is wrong with corporate America. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. That is amazing. This is so good. Well, and I should mention that this show exists because of something that Jess said offhandedly on the <laughs> Nest Pod live show. Yeah. About like, there should be a podcast talking about mascots. And I was like, I'm writing that down right yeah. now. <laughs> and here we are. I'm so happy. We, we couldn't not have you on. Thank you for bringing it to life. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. amazing. <laughs> so one other thing that I did think was interesting and also like, kind of in line with being tone deaf as fuck. April 24th, 2009, Jack in character appeared on the Adam Carolla podcast. Oh my God. There was a discussion about other restaurant mascots, which means that he is aware of them existing. So I don't know what kind of like universe building thing this fucking sets up. Okay. But he did insinuate that the Burger King is bisexual, citing the fact that he wears tights, felt shoes, and a cape. Oh yeah, he's a bisexual king. Fuck yeah. I mean, I'm I'm bisexual and I definitely wear all those things constantly. So. Great. Cool. I think that tracks that. Constantly seen in a plastic mask and crown. <laughs> Can't confirm. There was also a tale of the king buying a drink for a male friend of his in Canada, although this claim cannot be verified. Seems like Jack needs to shut the fuck up and mind his own goddamn business, huh? Yeah, he does. <laughs> he is a, a homophobic terrorist, is what we're finding out. <laughs> he exactly. Jack in the box homophobic terrorist with shitty I mean, tongue. Who definitely murdered his wife and replaced her with a different person. He probably was just like, I'm fed up with this and blew up his house and then just bought a new house or like one of his like, maybe he used to have 10 houses. She was just in one of those houses. It's gone because he fucking blew it up. This is what I thought about, though, when I chose like which topics I would want to be on the show for. Mm. Nate, you might not know because you said that Jack in the Box didn't have like a big... Michiganian presence, yes, at least exactly. for, me, for me. Um, But Cam. Okay, mm-hmm. so I don't know if this was a St. Louis thing, but why okay. for a while in the 90s did everybody have those fucking jack-in-the-box heads on their antennas of their cars? That was part of, like, the marketing whenever Jack came out as a thing. It was, like, oh. this big push for, like, guerrilla marketing. You can find a shitload of them on eBay or whatever. Everybody had them! That was just a thing that people had. It's like the Monster Energy Drink sticker, but for, <laughs> for the 90s. It really it totally was. was. It totally yeah. like, everybody had them. Like, I saw them on so many cars. It was so weird. I was like, who loves jack-in-the-box or fast food enough. I love garbage tacos. I would put a Taco Bell decal (laughs) on my car. (laughs) There has to be a landfill somewhere just filled with jack-in-the-box heads. You're you're completely right. And I mean, hopefully like the rest of capitalist society, we can throw them in the dumpster too. (laughs) But for now, uh, let's go ahead and take a quick break and we'll come back and uh, get into what fresh hell Nate hath uncovered for us for this show. All right, we are back. Uh, Nate, tell me about uh, 
garbage. Okay, yeah. Okay, so you we were just talking about a a a monster of a man, Jack Eye mm-hmm. Box. Uh, now we're going to talk about some more like literal monsters. And what I'm going to be talking about is monster cereals from General Mills, introduced in 1971. They are now seasonal. Uh, they include Count Chocula, chocolate, obviously, Frankenberry, strawberry, um, Booberry, which is blueberry which is the first blueberry cereal, of, I guess. Huh. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Fruit Brute, which is fruit, question mark, <laughs> and Fruity Yummy <laughs> Mummy, which I just have in the notes as, uh... <laughs> <laughs> so I like the idea that two of them are just fruit. I, w- I will get into that later. <laughs> okay, good. good. So these are not, these are, these are based on the universal monsters, but it, it is not implied that these are the monsters that are now, like, uh, shilling cereal. Count Dracula, of course, is based on the real-life Vlad the Impaler, Dracul, descendant of Attila the Hun. Uh, so I guess Count Chocula is Vlad the Enrober Chakul, descendant of Arabia the Yum. Um, and so- <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. I hate that so much. <laughs> I hate this so much. Count Chocula's oh powers include limited telekinesis, electromancy, and he turned into a bat one time. Ever. <laughs> one time. <laughs> He did it. He was like, "That's enough." Yeah, he likes to levitate little pieces of his of his cereal to show you the um, marshmallows, which they used to call yummies, okay. and now they're called marshmallows. That's what happens when you start something in seventy one. Though he turned into a bat once, I don't know if he's a vampire because he has buck teeth. He has no huh. canine teeth, as far as I know, no fangs. So um, maybe he's just like a bad vampire. <laughs> I I think so because he meets the real Dracula in reused clips of the long dead Bela Lugosi portrayal. Um, and it just makes me think that Count Chocula is just a poser. And when he, when, when he meets, when he meets real Dracula, he's terrified, which kind of brings me to my next point of most of these commercials in the seventies, uh, in early eighties end with Count Chocula and his buds being scared by something, even though one of their catchphrases was we'll scare you, but you can't scare us, even though it happens every commercial. <laughs> So that that's that's the the basics on Count Chocula. Other than he lives in the same house as Frankenberry, and Frankenberry is an affront to God the Father and Mary Shelley's legacy as the inventor of science fiction. He is not Frankenberry's monster. He is just Frankenberry. Okay, okay. There is no lore as to who made him or why he has chain link suspenders. So for all we know, he's a rotund man into body mods and erotic electrostimulation right. because he gets electrocuted a lot. And that's how he wakes up from bed, I guess, or how he gets his rocks off. I don't know. I'm not judging. (laughs) Frankenberry is an actually cursed cereal. In February of 1972, Frankenberry cereal included an indigestible pigment that turned some children's feces pink, a symptom sometimes referred to as Frankenberry stool. What? Yes. Uh, This is... Wow! (laughs) Wow! (laughs) A real real medical ailment caused... Uh, but the curse of Frankenberry that only lasted for like a year. The the curse was broken. The evil was defeated. Frankenberry and Count Chocula constantly argue about who's best. It's a, it's very like Daffy Duck and Bugs Bunny. Booberry came along later. Uh, his design includes chains. And uh, I looked up like why do ghosts have chains sometimes in their design? And here's what I found. Okay. In Charles Dickens' classic ghost story, A Christmas Carol, the ghost of Scrooge's deceased business partner, Jacob Marley, was weighed down by chains. When Marley appeared to Scrooge, he told him that the chains were a punishment and represented his sins of greed and disregard for his fellow man in life. Okay. So, Booberry is 
I guess, like a dead capitalist pig. I'm looking at him right now. He looks like quite the stoner. Yeah, he looks chill as fuck. He does. He is based off of Peter Lore, who like is just kind of a creepy actor from back in the day. Yeah, totally. The sort of like Igory looking guy. Um, like he never, as far as I knew, played like a ghost. Um, but he's just based off of a creepy looking guy um, from Hungary. That's that's great. Love that. Um, he's just a ghost. There's nothing more to that. He just shows up and kind of meowth that's rights. And <laughs> and then the commercial ends. Fruit Brute is a werewolf whose name is such a stretch that it's almost insulting. Um, <laughs> his thing was fruit flavored cereal. We are never told what fruit this is. So it could be anything from watermelon to tomatoes for all we know. Um, <laughs> tomato flavored cereal is such a fucking God. terrible idea. They make they make tomato juice, and some people I think even drink that. So that's wild. Oh God! There's not much known about him. I I wrote down that he was likely killed off screen, and then Boo Berry <laughs> replaces him as the third pillar of the cereal monster situation. Later on, the third chair is fruity, yummy, mummy. Who again, his whole thing is just an indiscriminate fruit. He is unearthed by the Count in Frankenberry on purpose from an Aztec or Mayan tomb, which is wild because those cultures do not have mummies like that. Um, yeah. His catchphrase is fruity, yummy, mummy, makes your tummy go yummy. Ha, ha, ha. He was discontinued after two years. I looked up a couple of like old boxes of both Fruit Brute and Fruity Yummy Mummy. Mm -hmm. And like on the box, it does say that Fruit Brute is artificial cherry flavor. Okay. Uh, with frost, uh, frosted cereal with spooky fun marshmallows and fruity yummy mummy is artificial orange cream flavor frosted cereal with spooky fun marshmallows. You know, yeah, neither one of those sound particularly appetizing for they cereal. They sound terrible. <laughs> no, yeah, potentially why they're not around anymore. And I would also argue that artificial cherry is not fruit. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> oh, the orange cream is also artificial. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, orange cream is not a naturally occurring fruit, which is... <laughs> <laughs> yes, my my orange cream tree. <laughs> I don't want to hear about your orange cream tree. Maybe it's just orange and it's just like the cream is the milk. The thing about that too that I that I'm thinking right now is I feel like you were always told like, oh, don't drink milk and orange juice at the same time because yeah. you get sick. And then they're like, you know what we should put in our milk? Orange cereal. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and and like I this brings up a kind of like a wider discussion about the like a part of a balanced breakfast, uh, which is just like the cereal. Toast with one square of butter on it, a glass of milk as if you didn't already get enough milk from the bowl of cereal, yeah. and then a glass of orange juice. And I wanted to know if either of you have ever had a balanced breakfast in your life, <laughs> as defined by those commercials. No. <laughs> like, Absolutely not. It seems wild. I don't, I don't have a bowl of cereal and then immediately be like, all right, you need to wash this down with just a fucking tall glass of orange juice. Or another glass of milk. You're just like, yeah. a, you're just some sort of like milk pervert and you just cannot get enough of this stuff. <laughs> you just pound like a whole like gallon of that shit a day. I guess yeah. so. Um, God. Uh, it does a body good or whatever they, they said in those commercials. <laughs> so things get weird here uh, in the commercials because uh, they then start to show like a new, uh, like a Wolfman, a Frankenstein's monster, a normal mummy, and some sort of like chocolate and vanilla ghost um, that is hanging out with the Count at his estate. So these are not the serial counterparts, and those mascots have not been in ads for a long, long time. So it is it is safe to say that they are all presumed uh, double dead in real hell hell. 
um, <laughs> because they are they're they're not seen. Um, this is brought back seasonally. Um, the the um, cereals. Like I don't know about you guys. I used to get like pumped about new marshmallow shapes in me too yeah <laughs> cereals like like i'd be like oh fuck lucky charms got a fucking you know unicorn head fuck yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i used to get unreasonably excited about that i also lost my first tooth in a bowl of count chocula so that's hell yeah that's something um and this is all of the known lore on the monster cereals. So I want to turn it over to you guys. Like Jess, did you you said that you were thirsting after Count Chocula in the pre-show. So I would I would love for you to speak on that. <laughs> no, I was trying to God, really threw me under the bus there. You threw you under the bus. That's true. I, That's true. I tend yeah. to do that. Um no, I was like in my head trying to kind of rank like the sexiness of of the cereal mascots, right? Okay, okay, this yeah. is this is good. I think I've decided, and it, it pains me to say this because he's such a jock. Um, Tony the Tiger is probably number one. Hmm. I think so. Okay, yeah. In the chat, I will I will prove that the count is the least sexy one because for <laughs> one commercial only. Oh no, he was represented by an actor, like a real, like a man, you're going to see the most terrifying thing I've ever seen. And I'll probably put like a link to like a bit.ly in the description of this because it, cool. it, yeah, it's, please do. it's very important. Sent to Cam. What the fuck? And now here comes, oh God. Here it comes to Jess. Absolutely not. Oh um, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> what? So. This now what? brings him like beneath the tricks rabbit in terms of fuckability. What? I would like to uh, describe it for the listener. He has he has like cartoon eyes, but it's it's just paint, and his real human eyes are also there. <laughs> he has like an exaggerated like flabber from Big Bad Beetleborg's chin. Um, <laughs> his chin looks like a ball sack. Let's be it real. Does. I was gonna say like he looks like the fucking Balchinian yeah. from Men in Black, <laughs> but with clown makeup. Yeah, <clears throat> that took forever to actually do. I'm sure I edited out a bunch of that, but um, it's worth it because uh, Count Chocula is the least fuckable. Uh, You're completely right. I have to say, I was giving yeah. him the benefit of the doubt. Like my former emo self was like, "Nah, I have to go for the vampire." <laughs> but the buck tooth I- vampire. <laughs> Who is not a vampire? <laughs> yeah. Also, this dude ain't got buck teeth. Oh, exactly. Zero out of ten. Zero out of ten. This is just horrific. This is bad. Fucking yeah. do better, capitalism. Come on. <laughs> so that is all of the lore that I was able to gather for the monster cereals from General Mills and how they did kill a ghost, apparently. <laughs> so you said that that ghost uh, was, he, he had chains, like he was very, he was burdened by something, probably some sort of like financial like greed thing. Yes. Do you think he maybe was one of the board of directors people that Jack Box killed. I was going to say that he is General Mills. Ooh, I like that more. Okay. Um, the ghosts of General Mills. Like, you know, like with most mascots, there isn't really like an explanation of what they are. I guess Jack was one, but they just, they're just like, hey, it's me, Fruit Brute. And I'm just supposed to accept that there's just an mm-hmm. artificial cherry wolf going around so yeah that's 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 all i got for my topic for my report this week i like that i'm like looking through a bunch of these things uh 
So Fruit Brute was discontinued in 1982. They relaunched it in 2013 and then just said, fuck it, like a year later. Yeah, they brought it back for one season. Yeah. Yeah, same same with the Fruity Yummy Mummy. I'm curious how the whole Twilight craze happened and they didn't once think, you know what we should do? We should rebrand Count Chocula and get in on that. Mount Chocula. Oh, right? God. Okay. <laughs> like, Fucking make- just make a big push for... Let's make Count Chocula fuckable, you know? <laughs> like, maybe if you, like, pour milk on him, he sparkles or something. There you go. Fuck. Don't we all? Uh, but, like, <laughs> is there an explicitly sexy serial character? I don't want to Google that, but I'm going to. Yeah. Sexy serial mascot. Uh, the top article is Snap, Crackle, and Pop, the sexiest serial mascots, question mark. It's definitely Tony aren't the Tiger. They, aren't they, like, one foot two? Yeah. They're like little elves. Yeah, that's what I thought. There's this fucking picture of the bee from Honey Nut Cheerios wearing sunglasses and a bomber jacket. You know, okay. I get okay. that. I get that a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I found a list. The hottest cereal okay. mascots ranked by hotness by Scott Z on scottontherocks.wordpress.com and the O Great. for On The Rocks is a zero. So <clears throat> good. Thanks for your service. I appreciate it. Number 15 is Buzz the Bee from Honey Nut Cheerios. Okay. Then it's mm-hmm. Chef okay. Wendell from Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Interesting choice. Blueberry. Then it's Sugar Bear from Golden Crisp. Sunny the Cuckoo Bird from Cocoa Puffs. Snap, Crackle, and Popper number 10. Okay. Lucky the Leprechaun. Diggum Frog. Uh, <laughs> Frankenberry. Trix Rabbit. Toucan Sam. Chip the Wolf. Horatio Magellan Crunch. Holy <laughs> shit. His name is Horatio Magellan Crunch. Oh my God. Um, what? We're going to blow past that. Um... <laughs> And I did, okay, Tony the Tiger is number one. Number two is our boy, Count Alfred Chocula, which I did forget God. to say that his name was Alfred. Fucking course his name is Alfred. Alfie Chalk. Yep. So that's that's Ugh. that's about as much as I want to talk about these guys. <laughs> <laughs> I need to go take a shower now. Okay, I have yeah. I have a question for, for everybody here now. Yes. Yeah. Okay, fuck, Mary kill. Okay. okay. Count Chocula, Booberry. And, uh, oh God, Frankenberry. Frankenberry. There we go. Or Frankenberry. No, we, we gotta go Frankenberry. We have to do the, uh, the three pillars. Okay. I'm gonna ask you the same question when we're done, <clears throat> but my answer is fuck Count Chocula. Okay. Cause he seems, he's got like powers and shit. That might be cool. Um, I would marry Booberry because I feel like he would be a chill and, and tender partner. Yeah, I'm going to kill Frankenberry because, like I said, he's an affront to God the Father and Mary Shelley, the inventor of science fiction. <laughs> Nate, that's actually my exact answer. Okay. So well done. So, <laughs> And Jess, what about you? You know, I'm looking at Frankenberry right now because I was debating if I would change this up and avoid Balchin. Um, but, <laughs> but I really can't. So my answer is the exact same. I think that that means it's objectively Great. right. Yeah, no, it has to be. Three out of three podcasters agree. (laughs) Cam, please end this podcast. I can't stop thinking about the ball chin guy. All right. uh, Jess, thank you so much for coming on whatever the fuck this was. My Uh, pleasure. Go ahead and tell people where they can find you at. Um, You can find me on Twitter at Jessicogs. It's J-E-S-S-A-C-O-G-S. I work over at Uppercut. I'm the managing editor. Um, Yeah, do a lot of writing and podcasting. And it's a good time. So come check it out. And speaking of good times in podcasting, by the time that this 
this episode is out, uh, we will be able to talk about that we're doing a podcast with all the three of us together yes. about My Hero Academia. It's weird because this is the first time we're like actually talking about it. Uh, that'll be out so you can search for the big three of My Hero Academia podcast and, and check that out and have us talk about whatever we're going to be talking about. Anime, turns out. Oh. Just Aizawa. That's the whole thing. Thank you, everybody, for listening. If you have listened to this far, thank you so much. It uh, really does truly mean the world to us. Uh, if you do want to support our silly shows, subscribing on whatever platform you're on and leaving us a rating would absolutely help us out. If you've liked whatever the hell this ended up being, you can check out the rest of the shows that we do at at some good shows on Twitter. You just might like those, too. They'll have nothing to do with this. I'm sorry in advance. <laughs> Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the Candyman. And you can find me on Twitter at, at Two Headed Giant. Thanks again for listening, everyone. And remember, steal a burger. I don't give a fuck. Bye.